Eastern Iowa High School Basketball High School Podcast. Uh, Jeff Johnson to the left, at least on my screen. I'm on the right. Um, He's the good-looking one. That, that's all you need to know. He's the good-looking one. So there you go. Nobody. Uh, you know, so we're, we're, I'm into the tournaments as far as the girls are concerned. Um, we'll actually have some state qualifiers in 3A on Saturday. Wow. Uh, let's see. We had the, the pigtail games in one A, as I call them, uh, Friday night. And then we had a, a full first round in one A and two A on Monday night. So, uh, we pick back up with the postseason tomorrow night. Kind of one of those weird times where you still have regular season games going on in the, the two big classes and postseason in the smaller classes all at the same time. So, yeah, uh, next week it's gets to be a lot, a lot of fun. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm already there. I was up at uh, – have you, have you been at the new gym in Winthrop? I have not. I re- only thing I remember, Jeff, about the old one is that I believe you had to – it was built into the ground, so you, mm-hmm. you in and down to get about into the gym. Rows, four or five rows, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. 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 Well. But it's nice, Jim? Very nice gym, I suppose. I would say it probably seats maybe 800, uh, which is plenty. Um, big stage. They, I don't think they have any bleachers on the stage. It was curtained off last night, but I suppose you could probably put some put some bleachers uh, back there. And if you did, that would that would you know probably you probably get up to a thousand you know in there pretty easily. But uh, yeah, nice gym. Lighting's good. Um, you know, just nice and modern. Um, yeah, uh, the the folks up there should be very proud of that. And uh, they've got a good girls basketball team this year. Uh, they got their 18th win last night over Central City, 56-45. And, uh, uh, and that 18th win was a score record for them in uh, in five on five. Outstanding. Outstanding. <laughs> and now, now who do the Bucks have? They will play Elevator Central on Friday. And... Uh, that will play Northland or uh, Prince of Peace in the regional final. Uh, yeah, so probably be Northland and uh, the other game. I'd say East Buck is a is a very slight favorite. So uh, so that's uh, that's where they stand in that uh, that region there. Outstanding. We um, where was I at Monday night? Uh, oh, I just ran. <clears throat> excuse me, ran out to Lisbon. Um, close doubleheader. Um, couple of games that were not terribly uh competitive um saw the north cedar knights saw a six foot kid from north cedar jeff dunk very oh. impressive about six foot 225 no less oh my uh and it was a breakaway late in the game and he went up i'm gonna count it as a dunk he kind of hung on the rim and the ball came out of his hand and banked in but if you, if you can get up there and kind of hang on the rim at six foot, I'm giving you the dunk. So, um, anyway, Lisbon and Springville both won. Did a, did a little feature story on uh, Rendon Wagaman and Luke Menster from Springville, a couple of guys that have been real instrumental in Springville's nice little run here the last three, four years. They both went over 1,000 points about a month apart uh, this earlier this, this month in their career. So, 74 wins they've been a part of uh, in their varsity careers at Springville. So, um, so I think between them and uh, 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 
Warren Wilson and Morgan Nahas. I think uh, there's four thousand point scorers uh, roaming the halls of Springville these days. That's that's not bad, is it? No, not bad. Um, you know, Lynn County and the small schools. I think it's the same thing with the girls. Um, or not, you know, the smaller, the out of, out of metro schools, let's put it that way. It's been pretty strong. It certainly yeah. has on the boys' side, and I think it has on the girls, too. You know, Center Point Urbana, right? North Lynn, yeah. Springville. Center Point Urbana, North Lynn, Central City's gotten better. Springville's great. Um, Tom Vernon has been one of the, the neat stories in, in the area, uh, going from one win last year to uh, they've got 12 so far this year, and they've uh, made a lot of progress under Nate Sanderson. And, and Lisbon's not bad. I think mean, they, they finished with seven or eight wins, and Alburnett finished with about eight or nine. So uh, I think that's just about everybody. That's good. I mean, the boys' side's kind of the same way. You know, I think they're all – Central City, I think, is the only one that has – that's that season has concluded, but, um, you know, like you said, Springville's got 18, 17 wins now, I think, or 18 wins, maybe, uh, Alburnett's got 15 or 16 North Lynn. We all know about, um, you know, Lisbon's had a, uh, a real good season. They've, they've got about, uh, they must have 15 wins now, 15 or 16 as well. So, um, a lot of good basketball being played out in in rural. I guess you can call it rural Lynn County. So yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, so let's see. Uh, we'll just kind of go through what else I got going on. Two uh, A from last night. Uh, we're down to the uh, semifinals, which will be Friday. It's a strange thing. Uh, the semifinals are Friday, and then the finals are next Wednesday. For 1A and 2A, 4A and 5A, they go Saturday, Tuesday. So three days of rest for the big schools, five for the small schools. I, I don't know what that's all about. But, <laughs> uh, so 2A Region 4 will be Denver, NFL, Marmack, Edmonton, Parkersburg, Osage, Region 4. Uh, region 5 will be Jessup and Bellevue, Cascade, Grundy Center. Region 6 will be Regina West Branch, is where I'll be on Friday. That'll be a really good game at, at Regina. Uh, the other half is Minneapolis and Louisa Muscatine. I guess that takes care of everything in 2A in our area. My brackets for 1A. Again, we said Northland, Prince of Peace, East Buchanan, Elkader Central. Uh, that's uh, Friday. Uh, Springville hosts Collins Maxwell. So that, uh, that'll be a pretty good trip for, for Collins Maxwell. And then Baxter plays Wiley Christian on the other side. So uh, Region 6 is... Uh, Montezuma and West Valley is our area game in that side, and then the other side is Notre Dame and, and Winfield Mountain. So that takes care of uh, everything that's left in uh, 1A and 2A. Uh, 3A, uh, we've got regional semis tonight. I'll be at uh, Center Point. Uh, Center Point Urbana plays a uh, much, much, much improved West Delaware program. Uh, I know you covered Matt Utah when he coached the boys. He's now got the girls. And uh, you know, they went from four wins last year. I think they're 10 and 12. Uh, certainly a threat uh, against center point tonight. And, uh, you know, they've got some good freshmen. And I hear they've got some really good eighth and seventh grade girls, you know, which, uh, which uh, I think the seventh grade group includes his daughter. Which is, I think, why he, uh, why he made the move um, from the boys to the girls to be able to coach yeah. his, his daughter. So outstanding coach. Did a great job yeah. with this program and obviously doing a, a really good job with the girls.
finals too. Yeah. So. Uh, also, five uh, A and four A regional uh, quarters tonight. I guess you could call those big tail games for five A. Um, Kennedy hosts uh, Urbandale. Jefferson goes to Cedar Falls. Liberty hosts Davenport North. Um, they, I don't, I, we probably talked about this earlier. They kind of bracket the five A teams a little bit goofy uh, for regionals instead of. But there's five teams in each region, and the one plays the five, and the four plays the three, and that winner plays the two. So the pigtail game is actually the three versus four game. Okay. So, which is strange. So, and then 4A, we got some uh, some regional quarterfinal games as well, including uh, uh, the, the end close one is uh, Marion Hosts Mason City. Very good. Very yeah. good. Hey, I want you to, if you don't mind, Jeff, uh, I, you did a great story. Um, on what the uh, all the girls uh, programs and the Mississippi Valley Conference did for uh, for our friend Frank Howell, uh, yeah, Central Cater, uh, former Cedar Rapids Washington coach. Um, you know, could you tell the folks maybe that didn't read it exactly what they did and um, yeah, if it did, um, man, that that did my heart good. Yeah, well, if, if you know Frank and you know from his days at Ottoman and also his days at Cedar Rapids Wash, uh, he always wore a red sweater. Same red sweater, you know, every Tuesday, every Friday. And uh, so everybody in the conference wore red uh, T-shirts for their games uh, Friday night. Uh, got a kind of a neat photo of, uh, of Jason Edwards, who was, was and still is very, very close to Frank uh, with Tom Lilly. And, uh, you know, the, the staffs of both, uh, both programs, uh, and that was in the paper, uh, would have been Sunday's Sunday's paper, I believe. So, um, and then all, all uh, a lot of uh, uh, other pictures were taken, and I think uh, uh, the proceed a lot of the proceeds went to Frank and the family. Uh, I think it was five hundred and ten dollars, which is a you know a drop in the bucket, but it's a nice drop to get. Uh, they got a, I think it was twenty six thousand from a really nice uh, fundraiser um, uh, this last fall. So. Uh, Frank uh, battling uh, glioblastoma, which is uh, uh, basically, uh, you know, some would say a terminal brain cancer. Uh, it, uh, I think uh, the rate is uh, 5% uh, survived more than five years. So, uh, you know, it's an uphill battle for Frank. Uh, he's, got, he's got a really positive attitude. Uh, I've retweeted a couple. Um, KCCI did a really nice feature on him. As did uh, John Sears, our friend from uh, from WHO out in Des Moines. So uh, they've both they both uh, kind of put the word out there as well, and uh, both did a really nice job with that. I, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, Frank's just a, a top notch person um, as well as a coach, and I can remember he uh, he had a lot of Cedar Rapids Rough Riders guys in his class at Wash back in the uh -huh. day, his classes back in the day. So he. Uh, he texted me or something um, right. Uh, it was right before a uh, day or two before a, a playoff game here in town. And uh, he says, Hey, what are the odds that I could sit next to you and watch the game? And I said, yeah, let's do it. You know, and uh, loved hockey. Uh, remember we went down to the locker room. It was the last, the Rough Riders ended up losing and um, that was the end of their season. And, uh, he went down the locker room with me and was, you know, kind of hugging the boys that he knew, I tell him how sorry he was that, you know, the season was over and, uh, he was so happy, uh, kid named Ross Colton that played here. 
uh, scored the game-winning goal uh, in Game Seven of the Stanley, or not Game Seven, but that clinched the Stanley Cup Finals last year or last season for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, Frank was so happy because Ross was one of his kids in his class and was just uh, lo- he loved the kid. And uh, I reached out to him, and you know he was uh, for a story actually uh, got his thoughts, and he was just over the moon about. Uh, you know, that he, he knew somebody and taught somebody that was uh, that accomplished something like that and in uh, professional sports. So I ended up getting him an autograph, uh, an autograph hockey card of Ross and sent it to him a little a couple a month ago. Or so uh, and he, you know, he he loved that uh, as well. So uh, our best to you, Frank, if you watch us, um, you know, keep fighting. You know, you got a ton of people behind you and, you know. Uh, let's beat this, I guess. So, and uh, you know, um, uh, Frank always said girls basketball was uh, the games were drama without a script, and uh, you know, so is this. We don't know how it's going to end. Um, he's still kicking. He's still fighting. And, uh, there's no reason that uh, that he can't beat the odds. So uh, that's right. Know, absolutely, that's- uh, wishing him the best, and uh, yeah, go go win this one. So, yeah, absolutely. you know, I guess uh, I'd be remiss if we talked about that and didn't talk about what's going on at Kennedy, uh, you know, with, uh, with Andy Courtney, uh, still hospitalized um, at UHC and uh, thinking of him. And, uh, you know, the, the Cougars are obviously very, very motivated, uh, you know, for long the season as long as they can. And I think, uh, I think Matty and I will do a great job as an interim coach and, uh, you know, I, I think they'll win tonight, and uh, uh, we'll see what, what where it goes from there. Uh, yeah, motivation's a wonderful thing, right? You know, you're playing. You're not just playing for yourself. It can be great. If not, uh, it can be poison too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, um, yeah, our best to both to both guys. Uh, good guys, great guys, and uh, you know. Andy, get back. Get back soon. Get out of that dang hospital. So, yeah. there you go. So, uh, so what, what do you got coming up? Uh, what, what's kind of your schedule the rest of the week? Well, um, tomorrow night I got to figure out where I'm going. Uh, you know, there's there's really uh, – there's a really good regular season finale um, – between Cedar Rapids, Kennedy, and Cedar Falls, which are a couple of top five teams in 4A, they play at Kennedy tomorrow night. Um, but then we also have, you know, 1A and 2A uh, district semifinals. So got to figure out where we're going uh, tomorrow night. Uh, like to be two places at one time. That's obviously impossible. Um, but – and then uh, let's see, 3A and 4A start their postseason treks on Monday – um, all three, a, all three A's, I believe get going. Uh, and then four, a had some, some, uh, pigtail games, uh, you know, two teams get buys in the first round. And then, uh, then we, we just keep going. I think there's something every day next week, except for Wednesday, obviously. And, uh, you know, we're a week, the boys are a week behind the girls there. So you'll, you'll have some teams, you'll, you'll know your field or, or a lot of the field by the weekend, this weekend, and next weekend it'll be the same for the boys. So, um, 
Let's yeah, go. Time, so, uh, all teams started to come in for the river. They, they came in for the river valley. Um, they did things kind of differently. Um, they've got a, an elite team, and a north first team, and a south first team. So if you make the elite team, you, you don't make one of the, the divisional teams. And I guess that's fine. They don't have second teams. So there's an elite team, a north and a south. What do you got? Uh, on the boys' side, I know Carter Harmson from Mid Prairie was the player of the year. Uh, how about on the girls' side? They selected players of the year. I'll have to look at that. Uh, there were five players that were unanimous. I'll look okay. and see if there are other players of the year. But uh, uh, Mike Sconza from Cascade is the uh, North Division Coach of the Year. Mary Rogers from Regina, um, the South Division Coach of the Year. So the uh, the unanimous players were uh, Grace Gardy from Regina, Allie Hoffman from Cascade, Macy Dawfelt from West Liberty, uh, Delaney Lineskis from West Branch, and Maddie, Maddie Nott. Prairie, as well as Kelsey Drake from Wilton. And I'll have to go back and look and see if there are, if, if there, there is a player of the year. So um, the boys, they, Mid uh, uh, Prairie and Monticello uh, ended up as uh, division champs. It just so happened they had a, a makeup, a postponed game weather wise uh, last weekend, last Friday, and Mid Prairie won that um, fairly handily. So I guess you can say Mid Prairie is the best team in the RVC. Uh, and then it just they ended up undefeated, didn't they? Yeah, they're still undefeated. They went, what, 21 or no, I think they are right now. So, um, you know, this is as good a team as they've had for quite a while, probably 20-some years, if not 25, some, somewhere in there. Um, and then on the WAMAC, it just so happened uh, Williamsburg and Marion um, met last week and, and kind of uh, – uh, a championship game in Williamsburg won that beat one at Marion. And then last night, uh, Marion and Solon, I think were tied for first place in, the, in their division. And uh, uh, Marion won beat Vinton Shellsburg and Solon ended up getting upset by center point Urbana. So Marion's the outright division champ. Uh, and it's a girl boy sweep, right? Because the girls, uh, Marion, yeah, yep, Marion, uh, Marion won the East and uh, CPU and uh, Benton and Clear Creek Amanda shared the West and the overall champion is Center Point Urbana for the girls. There, very good, very good. Uh, Decord finished uh, uh, regular season last night with a big win over here, West Delaware. Um, you know, what a what a great job. Um, you know, John Carlson's done there and. Uh, really interested to see how uh, how the Vikings fare here as we go to the postseason. So, um, and I don't know how it is in in the girls, but uh, I look at the classes, Jeff. It's like three A is parody. <laughs> Let's put it that way. I, I'm not going to say it's weak, but it's not. I don't know necessarily that there's a, a head and shoulders or group of head and shoulders teams there. Um, you know, 2A is very strong. 1A is very strong. 4A, Ames got beat uh, the other night, but, you know, uh, Tame and Lipsy didn't play. He's nursing an ankle injury, so uh, mm -hmm. the Iowa State recruit. So I still think they're the they're the favorites in, in 4A, but, uh, you know, I tell you what, man, Cedar Rapids Kennedy is really playing some good basketball, and that's mm -hmm. going to be a uh, a dangerous team. But the Warriors got to get to state first, and they're – 
They can very well play Cedar Rapids Washington for a third time, and Washington's playing very good basketball. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beat West, Iowa City West last night. Trajan Sane had 32 points, uh, you know, possible D1, probable D1 player um, showing out with Fran McCaffrey in the house watching his son play for West. So um, really interesting, really interesting. Yeah. So we're about three weeks out now for the boys. If you had to pick a team most likely to be playing, you know, deep, deep, deep into state championship week, I suppose it's Northland for the boys. Uh, would you say that? Or would you say there's uh, somebody else that uh, might even have a better chance to be going deep? No, I, they're probably the ones that I feel the most confident about, um, quite frankly. Um, again, playing very good basketball right now. And, um you know, I think, uh, you know, that, that would be my pick. Um, uh, how about you? What do you, what do you, what would you say? I would say it's probably one of my teams, um, whether it's Northland or Springville, uh, right now, if, uh, if it turns out the way the rankings have it, uh, they probably play each other in the first round of the state if they both get there. So I, I would probably say that's probably one A and one B. Um, although whoever wins that's going to have to also be Algona Garrigan in the semis and Dolphin in the championship, which would be really, really tough. Um, you know, I, I think Cedar Rapids Xavier is, is very dangerous in 4A. Um, you know, if they get hot and, and can make shots, you, you know, they can defend and, you know, they're well coached. So, um, you know, I, I think Richard Xavier's uh, got a puncher's chance to maybe be playing for a championship. Um, Center point Urbana, if, uh, if they're making shots, they could, uh, you know, they can uh, make some noise in 3A. Uh, in 5A, I don't know. Um, can, uh, both the Iowa City schools have tailed off a little bit lately. Uh, Washington's playing well right now. So, you know, you know maybe, maybe a 5A team can, can be playing deep, but, you know, they're going to have to get through all those CIML teams too. See. How many? What's the streak for uh, CIML? Or has is the CIML on a, on a streak for for five bay? As far as yeah, uh, it wasn't that long ago that let's see, I think it was Ashley Jones' senior year that West beat okay. City High in the championship game. So what would that be? Four years ago, so eighteen, I think it was West beat City for the title. So I think every year since then, it's been CIML. If I remember correctly. Um, you know, Water of the West has a chance to break that up this year. Um, but, you know, John, Johnston looks to be head and shoulders above everybody. Okay. One thing I wanted to bring up that we talked about, Jeff, was uh, going back to high school quick. We are seeing the end days of no shot clock. How do you feel about that? These are the these are the final games with no shot clock. Yeah. Um, two years ago, I said, you know, what's the point in bringing it in? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. Uh, I think it's. Is, did they say it's going to be 35 seconds? Is that? Uh, I think that is correct. Yes. Okay. 30, that, that's that's fine. Um, I'm. You know what? Two years ago, I just said on one to ten for do we need a shot clock. I just said uh, probably been a two. Now I'm probably a five or six. I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, you know, it, it'll change the end of games. Uh, if you're down six, eight points with two and a half minutes to go, you don't have to start thinking about fouling. You can just uh, 
play some pretty good defense and uh, get get some stops and get some baskets and get back in. I'm not sure if I'm going to get all weepy or not with the, you know, with these being the last games, Jeff, you know, that's, there's nothing like watching a team hold the ball for two minutes at the end of a game. Right. So <laughs> I'm with you. I, I think we both are, uh, are hundred percent in our line of thinking where hated it, the thought of a shot clock in the beginning, but you know, I, I, I don't think it's the first 30 minutes of the game, it's going to make any difference at all. Correct. I would agree with you a hundred percent. So um, now you hope you find enough people that are, can run that sucker. Well, <laughs> yeah. One more thing for the officials to, to have to worry about maybe a little bit, but uh, yeah. it's what it is. So um, yeah, you know, that's fine. No, I got no issues with it anymore. Yeah. A lot of other things I can complain about before that. So yeah. Yeah. Parting thoughts. Let's play basketball. Let's yeah. go. Right. LFG is the kids, you know, acronym. You don't need to know what that means. Stands for. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll sign off for this week and uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, by this time next week, we should have, um, well, by this time this week, plus one day, we'll have the girls field uh, determined, but uh, let's roll. Thanks, Jeff. Take right. care, folks. Enjoy all the basketball. It's this is a fun time of year. So let's go. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.